Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. My name is Peter Rowlett. This is episode 29. 29 is prime, and the 29th power of 2 is the largest power of 2 to have all different digits. Regular listeners will know Nolan Bradshaw uh, as the maths history contributor to the podcast. Nolan is a PhD student at the University of Greenwich, and this time we hear from her about her research. Broadly speaking, my research is in the area of evolutionary algorithms for financial applications. I completed a mathematics degree a few years ago here at the University of Greenwich. I had originally intended to go into teaching, but my studies had excited me so much that I wanted to do some in-depth research of some kind. As an undergraduate, I had particularly enjoyed topics such as optimization and computer algorithms, and I had also undertaken a group project in financial mathematics. So the idea of doing research into an area that combined all of these greatly appealed. One thing I want to try and emphasise is why mathematicians have to do computing. I frequently get questions from students here at Greenwich asking why they have to learn programming on a maths degree. Quite simply, programming is the mathematician's tool and thus we need to learn how to use it. It is not enough to know how to prove and theorise. We also need to perform the calculations and these are often too hard in terms of time to do by hand. Many numerical procedures can be done on mathematical software, but by no means all, and this is not always available. In terms of finance, I'm looking at portfolio optimization. Quite simply, this is allocating one's money into different shares. The problem is knowing how much money to invest in which shares. Of course, if we knew which shares were going to increase in value, this would be easy, but we don't. What we do know is what has happened in the past. Traders use various algorithms for predicting which shares are today's best or safest bet. And this is all done looking at the return on a share and also the risk. The return is based on how much money you make in one day or in one trading period. So if today's price is £1.10 and yesterday it was a pound, then the return in the day is 10 pence and the relative return is 0.1. The risk can be calculated using a number of different measures. Some people use volatility which is the standard deviation of the returns. However, I'm using value at risk, which is a more complex measure, where it also takes into account the correlations and covariances between shares. So why use an evolutionary algorithm to solve this problem? With large portfolios, this problem would take too long to solve using analytical methods, such as the simplex algorithm. So other methods, known as heuristics, are used. 
An evolutionary algorithm is one such method. And as the name suggests, it uses a form of computational evolution to solve a problem. I will try and describe this process in words. We begin with an initial population of solutions. They are any solutions, often created randomly, but they have to be feasible, although not optimal. There needs to be a fitness function, i.e. some way of calculating how good a solution is. So the fitness of these solutions is calculated. From this initial group of solutions, some are chosen to act as parents. Firstly, they are combined in such a way to form new solutions, i.e. offspring. And then they are mutated to form other offspring. The fitness of these offspring are calculated. And the best solutions of all the parents, mutations and combinations are kept in a new population. The process carries on generation after generation until an optimal solution is found. So each generation or each iteration there is a group of new solutions which are a little bit better than the previous one. And so when this process goes on and on the solutions get better and get closer to the optimal solution. My research currently involves a different type of evolutionary algorithm. This is known as a multi-objective evolutionary algorithm. Now, as the name suggests, this algorithm has more than one objective function. And it is particularly suitable to solve portfolio optimization problems. The two objectives of portfolio optimization are to maximize the return whilst minimizing the risk. There are already a number of multi-objective evolutionary algorithms that do this. But I am working on a modification of one of these that will hopefully produce faster and better results. Doing a PhD is great fun, but it is not for the faint-hearted. It involves a lot of time spent on solitary research, which sometimes feels as if it is going nowhere. However, as with all maths and computing, the thrill of working something out or writing a program that works makes it all worthwhile. Okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Uh, you'll find show notes related to this episode, links to other episodes, and a link to the Facebook page at www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash peterrowlett, R-O-W-L-E-T-T. Thank you for listening.